0: This is The Defrag, I'm Christopher Lawson. The conflict between Ukraine and Russia is heating up. Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered so-called peacekeeping troops to enter the country in two regions next to the Russian border that he's declared independent of Ukraine. It's a move that has angered many in the United Nations, and is seen as a pretext for war. However, while war looms on the ground, a digital war is also underway and concerns are growing that Russia are planning a major cyber attack on Ukrainian infrastructure to coincide with a full-scale invasion.
1: First of all, let me um, start by saying that cyberspace uh, is a world with no borders um, and cyberspace has become a critical in military operation.
0: This is Mamoun Al-Azab, Associate Professor of Information Technology at Charles Darwin University
1: now cyber attacks uh, fall into traditional categories like uh, sabotage attacks or espionage or subversions uh, so it is um, it is um, expected and is not so surprising to see um, in 2022 um the use of the cyber ta- um cyber um, activities um, in in conflict uh, such like Ukraine Russia conflict uh, simply information and digital technology have become an important aspect in In our life Um, now we're becoming even more connected um, and therefore cyber attacks and cyber warfare in fact can target any system anywhere in the world Um, and of course um, uh, countries uh, major players understand that because that makes cyber faster than any conventional weapon um, and it takes uh, concepts like time and distance largely out of the equation
0: russia has a history of using offensive cyber attacks as part of their war strategy Back in 2008, Russia hit Georgia with a large-scale denial of service attack prior to all out war. It's a pattern that is happening again. Ukraine has experienced significant cyber attacks in the past month, and it seems likely that a full-scale invasion is only a matter of days or even hours away.
1: So if we look at uh, what sort of cyber attacks can uh, or in fact was used in armed conflict before, uh, specifically in the Russian contest. Uh, We see that uh, Russia, in fact, uh, uh, used a military campaign, was um, combined by a well-coordinated cyber attack launched by the the GRU, um, distributed uh, denial of service attacks, um, carried by botnets. Exactly, we see the same tactics um, happen in 2008, again, in in this recent conflict, um, the use of the distributed denial of service. Uh, into two banks and it's uh, and in, in ukraine uh, defense ministry of defense
0: right so we're seeing some we're seeing some commonalities uh in what's happening right now in ukraine to what russia has uh perpetrated in the past
1: absolutely and yes absolutely and again um that that started in 2008 but that was not the only um cyber activities carried by the russian in fact um uh, Russian government, um, uh, used even more advanced uh, tactics and cyber, um, offensive operations, um, in, um, in 2000, in December, 2015 and December, um, 2016, um, against Ukraine. Uh, and, but that was targeted more uh, of uh, critical infrastructure, uh, like targeted the um, SCADA network, uh, through hijacked virtual private network and of course they were sent commands to disable their power power systems.
0: Officials in Kiev say there is a massive cyber hack which has hit the government websites in Ukraine. Among those affected are the websites of Ukraine's Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the country's Security and Defence Council. Last month Ukraine was the victim of a large-scale cyber attack focused on government websites. And in the past week, they've also experienced attacks against their banking system. Russia has been blamed for the attacks, and it's raising concerns that other infrastructure could be next.
1: Using of cyber activity, targeted critical infrastructure could leave countries uh, into a disaster. In a way, for example, they could um, shut their power system down. Uh, this has happened uh, by Russian toward Ukraine before in 2015 and 2016. For example, on uh, Christmas Eve, uh, December 2, uh, 2015, uh, thousands of Ukraine spent their Christmases on <laughs> the dark. Um, uh, basically, uh, the Ukraine power grid um, was a first of its kind attack that sets a warning sign for the security of power grids everywhere. Think of um, targeting to um, um, uh, water um, um, and so many examples that a target of this critical infrastructure would, leave, um, would cause a, a disaster. Um, to the country,
0: but Russia isn't the only country with offensive cyber capabilities. So, what kind of response can we expect from the West if Russia decide to wage an all-out cyber attack on Ukraine? That's coming up right after this short break. If you're enjoying this episode of The Defrag and you want to support the work that we're doing, head on over to our website, thedefrag.com, and become a Defrag member. You can get an ad-free version of the podcast, a sticker pack, a regular newsletter, and discounts to our merch. Plus, there's a number of other perks depending on your membership level. Becoming a member is really the best way to support the show. It empowers us to produce independent journalism and gives you the best of the podcast without all the noise. So head on over to our website, thedefrag.com, and become a member today. It's clear that Russia is on the offensive with cyberattacks against Ukraine in the lead up to a potential war. But should war break out and Russia continues their cyber offensive against Ukraine, what is the likely cyber response from countries like the US, the UK, and Australia?
1: If we look at the, um, the attribution to Russian malicious cyber activities against Ukraine by the, uh, the joint media release by um, uh, uh, Minister Peter Dutton and um, Minister Karen, uh, on the 20th of February, uh, they did mention basically, specifically this, that Australia will basically uh, continue to provide uh, cybersecurity assistance to the Ukrainian government, and this is uh, including, for example, um, cyber policy dialogue and further cybersecurity training for Ukrainian officials. Now, in terms of uh, um, the use of, of Australian cyber offensive operations, it's a, toward Russia has not been specifically used, but the US, the UK and Australia had it clearly and publicly said they will provide cybersecurity assistance. And the details of that is unclear if they will be using their cybersecurity um, offensive operation targeted Russia. But they did mention in the media release, they will be providing a training assistance to the Ukraine officials
0: given everything that that we sort of discussed um you know cyber attacks it sounds like you see cyber attacks as just a common part of war in the digital age is is that the case absolutely
1: i would say cyber is is a weapon so it's it's it it is no doubt it's a weapon and the cause of that weapon is is, is would be no less than any uh, nuclear weapon um uh, the damage um the impact that the cyber weapon would could cause is, is severe and is not any less than any conventional weapon. We need to recognize uh, uh, the impact um, of cyber and the importance of cybersecurity out there. What's really, uh, like in this case, between Russia and Ukraine, the cyberspace did not change the relationship between Ukraine and Russia. Um, uh, so uh, did not change the relationship uh, between force and conflict, but require a new thinking of the uh, continuous sequence between war and peace. Um, now it is important to consider the underlying conflict between nation and the utility of cyber to influence a favorable outcome, who's winning, who's losing
0: Also in the news today, Donald Trump's new social media app, Truth Social, released yesterday as expected. However, it hasn't launched without problems. Users are able to download the app from the Apple App Store. However, many people are reporting issues with actually creating accounts. It seems some people are not receiving their verification emails, and many others are being placed on a waitlist, which is said to be over 100,000 people long. Truth Social is Donald Trump's response to being banned from Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. Elon Musk's legal team has accused the SEC of leaking information about a federal investigation. CNBC is reporting that Musk's attorney sent a letter to US District Judge Allison Nathan, saying that the SEC is out to retaliate against Musk, who is just using his First Amendment rights. The SEC has been in a battle with Musk over his use of social media, with the SEC claiming Musk has breached his settlement agreement made in 2018 over his use of social media. And cryptocurrency exchange FTX is launching a new team dedicated to encouraging NFT adoption in the gaming world. The company told Bloomberg News that games were, "...an exciting use case for crypto." The first product from FTX is likely to be a platform allowing game publishers to easily launch tokens, and gamers to actually own the digital items acquired in a game. When game developers have previously announced NFT projects, they've faced significant backlash from fans. defrag is a production of lawson media the show today was produced and hosted by me christopher lawson james parkinson is one of our producers and if you love what we're doing here with the defrag then sign up to our free newsletter i'll put a link in the episode description or you can head over to our website thedefrag.com that's all we have for today i'll be back with more tomorrow